Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down, or maybe a lot of money down, on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Today on the Zabecast, you are looking live at the remnants of Zabe Vegas 2020 from downtown old school Las Vegas. Another broken leg for Washington football. My God. Irish fans rush the field. I got Big Mikey and Gitter in the room, plus a lowdown on how Vegas is. All that, plus the election now heads to court. Your high test, not street legal. 30-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Monday, November 9th, 2020, and you are indeed looking live at downtown Las Vegas, where it has been interesting, to say the least. Our little get-together, getaway trip. This is like the remnants of Zabe Vegas 2020. Big Mikey, Mike O'Neill, my buddy out of Wisconsin, uh, part of the Wisconsin Mafia, was the guy that really pushed to organize this and and leaned on people and browbeat people, including me, which we'll talk about in just a second. Mikey and Gitter are coming up to my hotel room. We're going to have a grand old time up here. Oh, yes. Put the do not disturb sign on outside. We're podcasting in here. And we'll talk about the trip and how Vegas has been so far. So I was on the golf course Sunday, today, as I record this, and I did not have my Sunday ticket subscription, so I could not watch the games. And honestly, I was playing golf, so I couldn't really watch anyway. But I did listen to a good chunk of the Washington football team versus the Giants. And I heard when it happened, the injury to Kyle Allen, another broken leg, essentially. Not as gruesome as Theismann or as Alex Smith, but also not good at all. Dislocated ankle, small fracture apparently in his ankle area, and the beat goes on, and he was playing nicely. And the beat goes on. Alex Smith comes in and puts up a hell of a game, statistically, except for the two interceptions that were absolute game-ending backbreakers. I don't know why they're not going to go back to Dwayne Haskins. Apparently they're not. Ron Rivera said that would be the case, that they'd go with Alex Smith. I get it. Smith, I'm sure, is probably better than Haskins right now, but neither guy have a future 
with the team. No matter how well Alex Smith plays, he's not coming back next year. You're not signing him to a new deal. I hope I hope they're not going to sign him to a new deal. you got to be kidding me, right? And Haskins must have really done something. Remember when he said league done messed up? Well, Haskins done must have done messed up something really, really bad because uh, he is buried, buried in the doghouse of one Ron Rivera. So two and six, the fact that they have gone two and six now means for the 29th consecutive year, the Washington football team, be it the Redskins or the team to soon be named later, will not have won 11 games or better in a single season. They're the only team to do to not do that in that stretch of 29 years. That, my friends, is the futility upon which we are living in as fans of the Wolf. Also, did you see the fans storm the field in no- at Notre Dame? It was glorious. I said so on Twitter. I said, wow, field storming in South Bend, glorious. Nature is healing. These are important things to say. You know what? We're back. This guy, Carlos Ortiz, on the PGA Tour, made a putt to win his first ever tour event, beat a a number of really big names in Houston, and there was a few thousand fans on hand. Yeah! And clap for it. Nature is healing. Quickly, the Karens and the Corona Bros came out on Twitter to say, well, I hope it's worth it with your team. Hope they don't get a super spreader event and that all these players don't test positive. I believe, and I'll have to check with Chris Broussard, podcast marketing guru to this very effort here. His son goes to Notre Dame, and they test the students pretty aggressively and pretty regularly. That's why they were allowed in the stands for games this year, starting from the very first game. And how many minutes would they really have been close to these football players on the field in helmets and pads and everything else? Five minutes max. But this is the kind of, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. These are the wonderful moments that we have missed so bad. The simple stuff, the court storming and the field storming and having fans cheer putts as they drop in the hole for guys to win PGA Tour events. We're going to start getting them all back. It's going to be touch and go. We're going to have to fight our way out of it, but at least we're starting to make a few steps. All right, time now to get the boys in here. Eric Gitter, Mikey O'Neill, live from my hotel room at the D. All right, here we are in the room. Gitter actually brought some yeah, uh, whiskey. What's up? Yeah, here we are. What uh, What is this whiskey you brought? Uh, this is Corner Creek from Crestwood, Kentucky. Tenure Corner Creek bourbon. And it comes in proof. It comes in this thing. No, no, that I have for traveling. Oh, so you you take. Your oh, this is a this is a travel travel decanter. Yep. Yeah. So then the and the, the what a shock, fancy. Mike! What a shock! He has accessories. <laughs> hey, this well, guy, yeah. this guy is the king of fucking accessories. He has an accessory for everything: gear, accessories, and he played golf. In a sweater hoodie. Today. Oh, do I? I won't even go on it. And the and the Bill Murray pants that are uh, bell bottoms. William F. Murray. Apples. No, he had an accessory on his car, on his truck. Excuse me. <laughs> yes. 
It's do. it's a thing that goes over his start button. Yeah, it's a fl- a switch. It's an ignition cover. It's like the <laughs> ignition cover. So you, in case you forget it's where a, it is, it's a little metal latch yeah. that you swing up. Yep. To press the button. It's like you're pressing the button. You're pressing the button to drop it's bombs. The, it's so the, it's the be- it's the Bentley of. Pick up and I said, where'd you find that? And you said, Amazon. <laughs> yeah. We're fine. Everything else. Absolutely. Just noodling around. Right. King sure. of King of fucking accessories. Yeah. Anyway, cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. It is great to Likewise. be here in Vegas. We're going to give the full Vegas recap as to how we think how it's, it's going so far. Yeah. Just to how it is. People want to know that go to Vegas. How is it? This is the hurricane remnants of Zabe Vegas 2020. Yes. Which naively, I remember, I remember it vividly. I thought, okay. We're still going to go. Even though the pandemic was starting to hit, I was we like, we were, I'm like, we're, we're going. We were going to go three days before, basically, and yeah. then we kind of had to pull the pin. Because the hotels started they, pulling yes. everything. All, the week before down. we were coming, the Wisconsin PGA had their pro-am, and all here. the teams yep. were in they town. They were here. The, all the teams were in town. Yep. And they pulled the pin, so they were closing all the hotels. And so these guys ran around and just played. They, they canceled the tournament. They played a little golf, and then they all had to scramble and get flights home. Um, one of the guys that's here with us, John Oaks, was yeah. was here. Yeah. And he's like, he, he just would walk around, and it was like, yeah. it was empty. Well, it's, uh, I'm, I'm glad that I'm here, although, Mikey, you had to bend my arm, nearly break Hardcore. it off to get me to come here. I was very sour on everything. I was like, fuck it, I'm not wearing a goddamn mask. I don't want to come out. I'll come back to Vegas when Vegas is Vegas again. But your your patient persistence paid off. Very shrewd. This is why yeah. you sell approximately $250 million in garage doors for Amazon every year. Yeah. You, you, you let my no sit out in the sun until it turned into a yes. You didn't you didn't let it harden into a it firm like, no. If you had pressed one little bit more, it would have been a firm no. It's like it's like cooking a steak. But you knew that cuz you're a sales guy. You well, fucking bastard. I also yeah. knew it because as soon as you heard that Gitter was in and Matt was in. That's true. And FOMO. And you yeah, knew, oh, and, and big time. And big you're like time. and you're like, "Well, I can't go. I can't miss this. I can't hear the stories and not be there." <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, it honestly, it just timed out well because I was swinging through Wisconsin. You guys yep. were leaving on Friday. I said, oh, I could just use my Southwest uh, credit from a previous flight to mm-hmm. go with you. All right, fuck it. Let's go. Like I said, and it's, here it's, we are. And, 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 and it was, at least in my mind, I said, look, I need the days off. I'm grinding right now. I'm exhausted. And I'll just play golf and chill in the hotel, enjoy the golf trip. And the golf so far has been... Brutally cold. Yeah, I think tomorrow we're going to get a turn for the worst. Turn for the better. Turn for the worst. I mean, I was going to say, hey Clark, how could it get any worse? Yeah, no, the fifth circle hell, fifty-two degrees, blowing wind today and yesterday. Okay, forty. It was like forty-eight and just cold, like very no, no sunshine either. So when the sun came out, it was so glorious. How about this comparison? Ten days in Scotland, hundred and eighty holes. How many did, holes of rain? Seven? Nine. Nine. But did we nine have, holes of rain, yeah. We yeah. did not have a day in Scotland as bad as yesterday or today. No, I think we did last no. day. Uh, maybe. Trump well, maybe. Well, we weren't, we weren't equipped. Like, I, I know I wasn't equipped warmth-wise. I didn't have my, all my under gear I mean, layerment. The last day in Scotland, it blew. Like, yeah, it, the, the last day, day, Trump, the last day it blew. That's fair. And, and no holes were 
downwind. They were all crosswind. Well, we had Somehow. 16 of those today. I, we we only had two holes downwind the today. Two par fives were downwind today. Right. But the great. fact that it's, se- it's 70 back in Milwaukee. Yep. It was 75 in D.C. I should look and see what it says And it right was, what, what is the typical, hi, uh, Matty is here, uh, Gitter's uh, brother-in-law, best brother-in-law in the world. He is. Uh, Matty, no look, on your, look on your phone. What is the typical high temperature for Vegas this time so of year? So right now, like, fifth, we should have gotten what? 75. 75? Fuck me! Right. Pass. It was so cold today. Right now, 53 but, in Vegas, 65 in Milwaukee. <laughs> Now, that's one you didn't see coming, huh, folks? And hey, sports in, fans, you didn't see that one coming. And D.C. 67 right now. Yeah, but here's the, <laughs> here's the thing about golf trips, and, and Mikey, you know this as a veteran. You always take for granted the good weather when you get it, and then you poo-poo the bad weather like, oh, yeah. damn you, why you do me this way, gods of golf, weather gods. Take the good with the bad. Uh, weather, like gambling, is a roll of the fucking dice. You have to on a golf trip because you're not going to not play golf on a True. golf trip. True. If I thought about it today, if I could have stood the shaming from all you guys today, yeah, you would have not, not played. You would have not made it. You, you might as well just gone <laughs> just home gone home tonight. Get the red eye out of here tonight. Yeah, do the show in the morning. <laughs> so, so that said, I'm glad we're here. We're having a grand time. The Corey COVID Invitational, as Mikey has dubbed his little four day event. I'm only going to play three days. I've got to get home on Tuesday. That said, um, the courses are okay. We played Royal Lynx on Saturday. Yep, Saturday. And it was okay. It was, it was fine. It wasn't it was, like yeah, in final it was, shapes. It, none it, of those holes looked like yeah, an actual hole having, that we played last. Right. It was our first ago. time playing Royal Lynx After. since having gone yep. to Scotland yep. to right. see a lot of the holes. And we we're like, yeah, no, <laughs> you did not nail this one. The road hole is like, yeah, it's a sign. There's actually not a hotel that the you're road, right. The road hole green is close. The road no, with the bunker no. and the way and the way the green sits, it's close. No, it sits too high. There's a the, huge the postage left. stamp was close. It's but the elevation change is not, not there. Yeah. yeah, the postage stamp which had a five foot tall tumbleweed in it when I <laughs> was right in, in the, the bunker, bunker left. I can assure you, there's no tumbleweeds in Scotland. Uh, no, there's there's shit that blew through the fairways when we were in Scotland, but no. not not to that size no, for most, sure. Mostly friends with golf there's balls. No, but there's, no, there's no fucking tumbleweeds in Scotland, please. So the golf courses are fine. We're playing Bally High tomorrow. In honor of an honor of you. Wait. In honor of you. And that should I love be nice. Bally High. Oh my god, it's so good. I love Vegas. I love the golf tour. I love Zave Vegas in the spring. Now the big question everyone's asking is so what does this mean? Is there going to be a Zay Vegas in the spring? And the answer is I don't know because it depends if on the tournament. A, if there's a tournament, we're in, right? And who knows about if there's going to be a tournament, man. The force with the Karens and the team virus is still strong. There are still people that are out of their mind fucking scared about this thing. It's unreal. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it's it. It's the mask shaming. In, it, it, I love being here. Mm-hmm. And I was here in June before they had a full mask mandate. Um, and so it was a little different. But staying downtown, and it, it's a lot of fun. But these people are they're, scared. I mean, the, they're the militant workers. There's a group. Because last night, your mask would slip, blow your nose while you're playing cards. And there was just one pit boss. And all he did was walk back and forth. Yeah. Put, lift it up, mask lift it up, police. lift it up, lift it up. Lift, yep. Mask police. Exactly. Right. right. And uh, I had an even more bizarre incident. So there was a guy cashing in my chips the first day I was here at the cage. Some Steve Buscemi lookalike with kind of like a shifty shoulder move doing like something weird <laughs> looking at me sideways. No, he looked weird, right? So I walk up to the cage. I put my chips down. I've got no mask. There's plexiglass. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, come on. And bars. And I purposely right. kind of and I, bars. I, I, yeah, the bars will stop. The bars will stop the corona about yeah. as well as the plexiglass. About as well as these pieces of tissue paper with loopholes on them. The medical masks. But anyway, so I kind of leaned away and put my chips on the on the counter. And he says, "Do you have a mask, sir?" And I go, "Okay." I pull it out of my pocket. I hold the strings out like this. I put it up to my face like this. Backwards. But I'm whatever. But I'm I'm holding it. <laughs> I'm I'm holding it. Holding it. I just have not looped the loops over my ears. He stood and frozen he like a statue. He wouldn't give you your money. No. So it was no. On your face. Jesus. Rhymony. Yes, it was a standoff, and then I heard. I'll be your Huckleberry. Then <laughs> I stare him down. Yeah, but then I heard through the plexiglass. I leaned my ear down because I hear him talking off to his manager over by the corner. He said something, something, something. Security. Oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. I was like, you've got to be Turkish prison for you. You've got to be fucking kidding me. And then, you know. You're, at, you're going into the jail cell like they have at, at the stadium in Philadelphia. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so that was the first time. The next time I came back to the cage with the same old, you know, slump-armed Steve Buscemi lookalike weirdo running the cage, I made sure to have my mask on. But when they give you your cash for the chips, they make you pull your mask down. Yeah. Can I see your face? Yeah. And I'm like, why? That for is what? True, did. Yep. What are you... What, what, do you? Like, we're looking for a faceless person who has been cashing in counterfeit chips. Please show us you have a face. Why, Mikey, would they want to see your face cashing in chips? They're idiots. It's all theater. It's all theater. It's all procedures. Signaling, the, theater. Yes. It's ridiculous. At the D here, they have these sort of uh, metal detector gates yep. that are not metal detectors, although maybe they are, and they have a wrist temperature checker. You put your wrist yeah. up to the thing. We think Matt's so we dead. Just, <laughs> we think Matt Matt's might be dead. dying. We just came upstairs to come to your room to tape this, and Matt's temperature, he asked the, the lady when we went through, and he's like, what was I? 91.7. <laughs> he's a cold-blooded killer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Matt? He died. He died. We don't know what happened. His temperature got too low. I am no medical device expert, but I have very little faith that those fucking wrist scanners are accurate. No, because he was 91. All. You were but like 95. On your wrist. I was 94. But forehead scanners, okay, fine. I guess if you pop a 102 or something, but here's the they're going to see If they're it. not real, why, they'd, you'd think they'd be all jacked up to keep people out because of all the hypocrisy. Well, I think they're they, doing it opposite. They're jacking it low to make sure people are coming in. Well, maybe. Well, who knows? Now, the Four Queens doesn't have those. No. It's four. only here at the D that has. The Nugget has it if you walk in the Nugget. Okay. And Circa, but when you Circa walk in. Circa does not have it, but they, have, they, they make you show your key card or your ID. And they've been scanning oh, the yeah. barcode on my driver's yeah. license. Contact what? tracing. To, yeah. They're... That's what it's for? For yes. sure. Sure it is. How? Because so if got, somebody is a positive, they're going to contact trace everyone that walked into the casino. In close, yeah, probably came in you close will, to them. You, you will get you will get an email or some sort of communication somehow back where you live that you were at Circa on Saturday behind Jimmy Sleestack. Yeah, right. Who and tested his positive, girlfriend so Debbie we're, Diabetes? We're sending twenty five. You are now locked down. <laughs> I got the diabetes. By the way, can we sidebar on this? I gotta be honest, boys. America has a serious morbid obesity problem. <laughs> you think? 
walking around down here oh my God. on the Avenue of the Damned. And I know I'm no one to talk. No, no. But actually, you are not I look, even close. But I look like Brad fucking you, Pitt you, for yes, some of these you're guys a down here. compared to most there of these people. There are some ladies especially that are wearing things that should not be. But there are so but, many waddlers. Yes. And there are so many <laughs> questionable tattoos oh we yeah. have let's a, go get one let's get one no we're not getting one <laughs> well the, the, the night is young there are so happen. there are so many questionable tattoos out there it's just like and again i'm not being an anti-tat-tite is that the I don't right know word if you saw the, uh, it's just you got a picture right here above your chest that's a weird well, picture the, getter getter has you here and yeah, josh over here do. you're right um <laughs> But the the girl at the golf course today, she had like tattoos all the way down her arm. You could just see them coming out of the sleeve of her shirt. And then her sweatshirt you the, said, "You mean the cart girl? No, no, inside, the girl at the, the bar. bar inside." I got a story about her. And did you see her sweatshirt? No. What did it say? Stop being a pussy. Really? I took a yes. picture of it, dude. Yeah. She was kind of hot, like a little redhead. Yep. She, yeah. 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 Okay. Dirty girl. Okay. Oh yeah. So total get this. dirty girl. So get this. This is another story of COVID insanity. I go in at the turn for a hot. Chocolate. Yes, yes. A fucking hot chocolate, all right? Wow. That's how cold it was With out whiskey. In golfing. No, just a straight hot chocolate. <laughs> Bourbon cream, nothing. Walk in the clubhouse. There are people in there, about five or six people drinking, eating, no masks on. The cheerful woman behind the bar says, Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We do need a mask. And I go, It's out in my cart, which is a good 100 yards away, because I had to walk in. I said, you go tee off, and I walked 100 yards. I said, it's 100 yards away. I said, do you have hot chocolate? She goes, yeah. You know what? I'll make it for you, and you can get it on the way back. And I go, what? Way back for what? You had to go with your cart and get your mask? She thought I was going to go to my cart and get my mask. Well, ha-ha, joke's on her. She went back in the back to make my hot chocolate. I stood there like a fucking statue. I'm like, okay, I'm here. It's two bucks. She comes out, and I go, there's your two bucks. Did you just Thank go like this, put your hands in your mouth like this? And I, said, I said, okay, there's your two bucks. Thank you very much. She did not press the issue after that. But the woman you just mentioned, tattoo sleeve woman, Mrs. Stop Being a Pussy Woman, says, oh, by the way, just so you know, in the future, you, it, we, it is required to have masks. But she... Was not wearing a mask. She had a mask dangling from her but ear. But she wasn't at the time. wearing it when we were in I there. I know this she was We ordered drinks. I know she. she no, she did it while she was making the drinks. But then when she cashed out, okay, when I paid for the drinks. Oh, oh, so, so tattoo woman. Again? She mentioned something like, "For those of us who work here, for those yeah, of no, us she here, was, yeah, she she doesn't work here. No, she was working there, but she didn't have it. She took it. So down. tattoo woman who confronted me. Yes. Was off duty. She was drinking at the bar. Yes. She works at the course. Yes. Correct. Okay. Yes. So she pleasantly says, just so you know, in the future, you have to wear them, blah, blah, blah. And I said, do you really, were you worried about me from a contamination standpoint? She says, that's not, that's besides the point. This is something that the health department is cracking down on. They're fining businesses big time. So and what? I thought. Which is probably true. I know, but I thought. Do I look like the health department? And do I look like I'm going to call the health department? But then I should have said, well, maybe tell me how a sting works. Have you had people come in looking like normal golfers going, aha, I caught you? Because literally it didn't matter if I took my mask off 10 feet away, sitting down at one of the tables after getting it. The choke point that our regulatory oppressors are using is no mask, no service. 
They're putting it on the people serving you, whether it's a drink or food or blackjack or anything else. And they're apparently doing sneak attacks, surprise checkpoints, and finding them. It's fucking many. It's ludicrous. Socialism is on its way, along with Marxism and communism. This is stupidism, Mike. Well, it <laughs> is. This is this is something that yeah, is beyond it's, that it's because beyond stupidism, actually. Right? Because the I other like thing is shoes. Stupidism. It, here's the other thing. Wow. So these so these masks that you have to wear, um, can you smell the disgusting smells of the Avenue of the Damned, as I call it, Fremont Street, Fremont yes. Street? Yes. You smell them For all. Sure. Weed. Ass. Oh my God! Weed is everywhere. Yeah. Holy man! If you can smell something, the group ahead of us—it's not what? working. The virus is also getting into your nostrils. But the it's fu- so fucking dumb. It's, I'm going to use the line that my wife, who's a, who's a nurse, yes, uses every single day. When is the world going to realize you just live with this? Because it's not going anywhere. I don't know when that happens. I mean, it's not just us. Ireland has gone insane. The UK has gone Greece. insane. Greece has gone insane. Uh, New Zealand started insane, and they've stayed insane. Australia, same thing. These are not countries that, you know, people said, well, it's an election year, and, of course, everything is complicated with Trump, and it's this, that. Other Western countries have lost their mind. No one's going, hey, Sweden, what are you doing? Let me take notes from you guys. Sweden's doing nothing like they, South I Dakota. I know. They want to ignore Sweden. That's what's crazy about it. Sidebar. Anyway. South Dakota governor's smoke, smoke show. Smoke show. Smoke show. Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down, or maybe a lot of money down, on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. All right, so that said, Vegas, Vegas is fun. It's fun. We're having fun. We got a good group. Um the weather sucks, that's okay. Uh the wagering has been hot and cold. I got a couple wagering stories real quick. Um glad I came, although it's weird that I'm here during football season because normally I never get here during football season. You've never been here for football, right? No, this is it. And, you know, normally we'd sit there and we watch all the games today, but we're golfing today, and I was glad that we golfed. But that said, um, so is Gitter. That can said, we, Vegas, we... is, Vegas is basically a 2 out of 10. If normal Vegas is a 10. No, it's a it's 5. A it's a 5. No. 
I, I would challenge can you well, on that. Can, restaurants, it's, it's, restaurants at half capacity. I mean, it took us an hour plus to get the, the seat at the table for the ribs last night, and you couldn't wait, Mike, so you went home, and we had the ribs. I had pizza. Do we bring your ribs home? Oh, the ribs were glorious. They're phenomenal. They're they, the best. They're the they best. were pretty good. I'll give you that. They were pretty good at Ellis Island. But, no, the restaurants. We got you to go to Ellis Island, so I didn't care that yeah, I left. That, it that was, was just that was, that was the highlight of the trip. Somebody could make a hole-in-one. Nobody cared. Can, you went to Ellis Island. Can we say how awesome Circa is, by the way? Can oh, my God. Can we just get that on the record right now? Circa that is. sportsbook is fucking legit. That place is unlike anything I've ever seen in Las Vegas. And I've been Circa, coming here for 30 years. Circa is a new resort downtown Las Vegas. It's the first big new tower building they've built down here since who knows Whoa. when. The D, probably. Since the D. And which it's is much, the old, which was Fitzgerald's. Yeah. Which, right. So this was a reskinned property Correct. that we're in around. Yeah. The Circa is brand new, up out of the ground. Same owner. Same owner, Derek Stevens, though. But basically, him being a big sports gambler said... I'm going to build the best sports book in the world with the most innovative design, and then we'll figure out the hotel around it because it doesn't really matter. And he nailed it to perfection. The sports book is incredible. That wall of sports book is, what, three stories high, and there's three rows of TVs. The top row is eight TVs in the middle. They're not has, TVs. Well, they're, they're just panels. Yeah. They're dividable right. LED yeah. panels well, that are so bright and so crystal clear. It's amazing. And then and the middle is like three bigger TVs with all the odds and on the outer flank. Yep. And then the bottom replicates the top. It is unreal. And then if you go outside, now granted, the weather has not allowed us to go up to the pool. The pool is even better. The pool has the same thing. Yeah. I know. It's, it's crazy. Brilliant. We have to go see it. At, so we're going to go there tonight, and we're going to yeah. we're going to yeah. we're going to go to the pool in fifty two degree well, we're not windy going in weather. The pool. We're oh, going to go up and check it out. Pool's though. heated. Skitty, skitty pool's dipping. open. Pool's heated. So said. It's caddy day. One to one fifty. <laughs> because I'm paying the resort fee here at the D. You guys are slumming it over at the Four Queens. I'm paying an extra what twenty four dollars a night or something. Something like that. Yeah, it includes Wi Fi, which is one gigabyte per second download. Hmm. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Your you phone's faster. Than I know. That. That's what I've been using my phone. And I'm paying for access to the Circa pool. And I said, well, looking at the weather when I checked in, I'm like, I don't think we'll be using that. She's, she said, well, it is heated. See? <laughs> so if you want to go in the heated pool and freeze How tomorrow. How was your milkshake at Circa last night, by the way? Not going to talk about it. <laughs> not important. I got bigger fish to fry. Oh, you, so have, anyway, you have some sports bets. You want to so talk. anyway, oh, yeah, so yeah, hold on. So about Circa. So, so Circa is a full resort downtown, brand new. The hotel's not open yet, but the sports book and the gambling pool is. And the, the restaurant and the pool yeah, and the right. sports book is great. I mean, the sports book basically is a three-story tall open-air amphitheater where the top part is a walk-around level where you can play video poker and look down to the sports book, look at the big screens. It's got seating down below. Mike, you said that the 10-person suite. The booth, yeah. Or the booth. You can rent a booth for, for a NFL day of Sunday. sports for NFL Sunday. For how much money? It was thirty five hundred for Woo! ten people, and what you get? What do for, I get for that? You, you eat and drink, and once for th- up to thirty five hundred. Then if you spend more than thirty five hundred, then they start charging you back, and then you got to pay for the over. So in other words, you get up to a hundred dollars per person of food and drink for nope. a whole three hundred fifty. Oh, sorry, yeah, hundred, yeah, three fifty per yep. person times yep. ten, thirty five hundred dollars. Correct. It's and it, v- it varies every day. It's not terrible. It's not it, great. It's not terrible. But what you do then is you sit there and you you know eat a bunch of food, drink some beer, and then you know you get to the end of the night, and then you go, all right, what do I got left? 
Let me see your bourbon menu. All right, I'll have a pappy. I'll have sure. a whistle pig boss hog. And you get That's a good point. You get and you then get, you pour get, them into a bag in your pants, a Ziploc bag, and you sure. take it with you. Right, but I mean that's it's what, an infinity and that's what bag, you do. I mean that's, that, that's the only way to get any value out of that is at the end of the sure. night you got fifteen hundred dollars left. All right, I'll have three glasses of pappy, and you're done. But that place is the Palazzo on steroids. Steroids. I was thinking the same thing. Well, here's the thing about sports books. Remember how Mandalay Bay used to be the yeah best sports book. What did it have? Three, three fading yep. projection, right. four by three standard def screens, no audio, and wedding chairs to sit in. And right, exactly. It was shit by comparison. Mm-hmm. Other casinos started saying we need to step up our sports book game, and Circuit Down Here has taken it Fucking all the way to the top in the market. Nailed it. Yeah, I don't think there's another place. Now, the thing about Vegas that has also changed over the years is that there's a ton of places to watch a game now. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of high def flat panels in every restaurant, every nook, every bar, every cranny above over the, the pits. above the blackjack table. Exactly. Right? So you don't really need to be tied to the sports book if you don't want to. No, you, you don't. You need to be able to put your bets, and you can. And now you can go to. There's kiosks. You don't even need to go to the window. Yeah, you thank just God for that. Choose your own kiosk and place uh, your bets and cast your bets. And the other thing, about, you do not need to see anybody, talk to anybody. Well, the other thing about these the sports book is that you know you're there, you're watching, you're having a good time, but Again, they're charging you these astronomical fees to sit there. It's a lot cheaper to go sit at a table even if you lose $200 and you can sit there and have a good time. <laughs> then you pay, you know. But it, the Circa thing, I got to give them credit, and you said. But I will say this. I've been coming to Vegas a long time. That place is going to draw people. And what's going to do, oh, it's going yeah. to it's it's make downtown it's better. Gonna, yep, it's because gonna everyone's gonna, downtown. It's gonna, it is because everyone's going to step up their game down here. And they're gonna they're gonna start revamping these places. The Nuggets already remodeled the whole inside when they were closed down for three months. Binions did the same thing. I'm gonna tell you what downtown, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun and it's a lot less expensive than the Strip. And you it's can still potentially you, less but, expensive. But yes, yeah. But the rooms, but the rooms at Circa, they're not open till December 28th. Yeah. So I put in, uh, I checked to see what they'd be for if we did Day Vegas 2021. Yeah. No chance. Three sixty-five a night. That's fucking crazy. But they'll get it. But they're going to get it. Yeah. But, but here's the thing: when we started the official Zay Vegas, two thousand eight, we got into Palazzo. No, it was later because we did three years. Two thousand ten. Years of Mandalay first. No. Right, two thousand ten. Yeah. I know for a fact. Two thousand ten. Two thousand nine. Yeah. Two thousand nine at Palazzo. Yep. We were able to offer listeners that they wanted to buy a room, which at Palazzo are the most amazing suites with a sunken, sunken living room. So oh, good. So, uh, Top so end good. stuff. So yeah. good. For under 150 a night, yeah, I want to say. It was 120, I think. 120 a night. And there was a one reason why you could do that. It was 2009. Mm-hmm. Vegas had been brought to its knees in 2008. Like a fastball to the neck with the recession of 2008. It was a great opportunity. But those days. I knew they weren't going to last. I don't think Gitter. I appreciated them enough. No, it when- was so good. <laughs> Golly. But now, with, and, and, it, and it did revitalize. I mean, when we were here a couple of years ago, because we didn't come last year, or this year, so when we yeah. came in 2019. But I don't think you can get that same, close to that rate at Palazzo now, even though we're coming out of COVID. You could now. You could now. I think I checked. If, I would have stayed there if I could have gotten that rate. It, so, like, I went on... I went on my. Uh, I went to MGM, and originally, we were originally we were going to come for the Masters and stay on the Strip. 
Ooh, that whiskey's strong. It's only 88 proof. <laughs> well, when you take a big swig and you oh, close down the wrong But I, when I, when I was on the MGM app, I mean, there were there. They, you go on the MGM app right now. There are comping rooms left and are right. Are they really? Oh my god! Oh, yeah. yes. Table limits uh, right are now, not right now. Venetian Tower, so right next to the Palazzo, one nineteen a night. There you go. Shit, I'm Palazzo moving. T- well, I got to check out right now. Palazzo Tower, one forty three a night. Right. I now. mean, this room right here is a pretty much a dorm room, and yet it's still way better than your room at the Four Queens, which looks like it's a no, murder. Like, it I, looks like it's a murder scene. Your room. Sorry, no offense. It is a murder the scene. The bathroom but- is tiny. Look at my bathroom. My bathroom is nice. Bathrooms are key in Vegas. You get a good bathroom, good fixtures, good shower, easy yeah, to ba- use, doesn't look like shit. We've, That's what matters. We've had issues with our toilet in our shit, room. Shit, shower, shave, nights. out. All right, here's what else matters, Matt. Give me Look one of those, those pillows. pillows. Oh, man, those look great. No, they suck. They suck. They're really? too small. Yes. They're but fucking. You five of them. No. You, you Look, can't sleep on five pillows, you moron. A, they're too thick. B, they're short. They're shorty pillows. They're like chiclets. They're like squares. Chiclets. Boy, Zaba's on a first world yeah, problem no kick shit. today, isn't it? It's too cold to golf. My pillows are too square. Hey, my hey. t-shirt's inside yeah, out. Next time, once you put your <laughs> t-shirt on the right way, yeah, that. yeah. Oh, uh, the rhino's closed. Oh, first world problems. Uh, yeah, all- Just like uh, Tony Soprano's mother once said, "Oh, poor you." <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's hear your your. Sports all right, so yeah, yeah, we gotta hear stories. your bad beat. First of all, first of all, the best play of the weekend. Thank you, Mister X. The rover and over patented rover Woo! and over. Comes home. It Both was ways, UMass, <laughs> UMass and Marshall. Yep. And Marshall was laying 44 and a half. Yep. The total was 40, 55. 55. Okay. Which means as long as UMass could score five, five points. points. Then you couldn't six. lose both ways. Six, I think it is. Uh, yeah. Five and a half. Whatever. Right. As long as they scored six, you could not lose both ways. And so you could go kind of hard. And if both hit, meaning the cover and the over, then it's the rover and the over, and you're good to go. And both hit, but it was close. Final score Thanks on that game. Thanks to replay. 51-10. Yeah, 51-10. So 41-point spread, not 44-and-a-half. Yep. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That started the weekend and off right. We all hate replay, but replay made us all a bunch of money yesterday. Uh, it did. I also bet Nakacha versus Pachuca <laughs> in the <laughs> Mexican. There we go. Nakaxa, Nakaxa, N E N E C A X A, Nakacha versus Pachuca. C, C, C. Yes, C, senor, C, senor. I said, all right, I need some fucking La Liga. Or is it La Liga, Mexican? La Liga, yes. No. Bundesliga. No, La Liga is Spain. This is Mexican Premier League, whatever they call it. Yeah. And, uh, Probably Mexican Premier League. I Probably. said, I said, all right, I need some of this shit. Give me this. And I go, hmm, Nakacha Pachuca, ooh, uh, draw plus 260. Of course it's got to be a draw. It's fucking soccer, right? So we're on the golf course. I'm looking at my phone, and I'm, like, staring at it going. And it said, Nakacha Pachuca, 89th minute, 0-0, zero, zero, nil-nil. And I go, hey, Matt, how, long, how many minutes in the soccer game? He's like, uh, 90. And I go, sweet, this one's in the bag. It gets to 90. I'm like, all right, where's the F for final? And then I see the plus one, one minute of bonus time. I'm like, that's fine. Pachuca's not going to fucking score. They stink. You know, they got no midfielders, no push. Oh, yeah. They play a very rudimentary goal, game. They're, goal, they're, they're a 4-3-4 team. And they were like 0-62-5 in that, in that environment. Don't so, give I mean, it a second know. thought. Go to cash my tickets in. 
I'm giving him all the tickets. One ticket gets pulled aside and put on the table. He doesn't say anything. I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck? That's the that's Pachuca ticket. I go to my phone as he's ringing them all up. I'm like, no! <laughs> Pachuca! Pachuca in the 92nd minute! He goes 1-0, you fucking bastard! He goes right in the same category with Stauskas! Stauskas! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that Three was throws and an yeah, extra time goal. Yeah. At least you do a 1K club on it. No, thank God, but there's still time to do that. There, and tonight, then... Tonight, baby. Tonight, That's okay tonight. Club. And then our boy, Scotty Shirey. Oh, he got a bad beat. Oh, boy. Arkansas... It's not a bad beat. Arkansas wow. alum. Mind yes, you, yep. okay, and that, Arkansas. That's a, that, first of all, Arkansas Arca- alum. Yeah, that's like you an start oxymoron. A, well, I was going to say, you start a story like that, you know, it's not going to end well. Okay, whatever. Arkansas alum, and he bet his beloved Hogs, who are really pretty good this year. They're, They're good. three and three. They lost. Yeah, and- they lost, right? The game, but they no, almost, they won. No, they, they did won. win. Okay, all right. Yep. So they're three and three. They won, and he thought he won money. But what did he find out? What was waiting? I feel like the narrator of Dateline. Who does Dateline? Keith Morrison. Uh, Keith Morrison. Keith Morrison. Yeah. But Mr. Shirey would have a rude surprise yes, waiting for him when he went to the window. He did not check his ticket before he left. And, and he what did it say? Unfortunately, got cashed in for the first half line. No! First half line! And Arkansas was down 13 nothing at half. <laughs> But came back to win 24-13. Oh. It's his own fault. He's a fucking idiot because – and he blamed the mask. He blamed coronavirus. Yeah, he, he, said, he, I, he goes, I couldn't he hear He couldn't hear me correctly. I couldn't, he, he couldn't hear me, and I couldn't hear him what he was saying. I looked at him this morning and I said, Scotty, yeah, they tell you every time before you leave the window, check your goddamn ticket. Because yeah. – Every time. Because he said Arkansas <laughs> – for yeah. minus my, for right. 100. Right. And I hear he was genuinely tilted about that oh, loss bet for he a was. good portion of the morning. Way longer than he should have been because it was not substantial. It right? was 100 bucks, yeah. 100 Nothing. bucks. Yeah. He, uh, but he, but he sells medical the devices. The I mean, that's so. $100. Is, I, you know, here's the thing about Scotty. I love him to death, right? He's a ride on the golf course. He's a ride to gamble. And he always gets excited over all his wins, you know? They're $20 a bet. I know. I mean, he gets excited over $20. The guy sells hard valves. He makes it. I mean, <laughs> next quarter of a million dollars a year. No shit, he's excited over twenty dollars. You love him, and then he had a hundred bucks on it, and he looks at Gitter this morning. What's this say? He's holding it up. What's this say? And I'm like, first it, half. I'm like it's a first <laughs> half bet. Yeah, this is why. This is why you always check your tickets before is- leaving the window. That is the number one rule when you're betting in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Check your tickets. They even tell you check right. your ticket before you leave. Right. And number two rule is don't mix, bet the Mexican Premier League. They're fucking crooked. All right. And then the, the third Chuka rule will is fuck you in the ninety second minute. Get some drink tickets when you're putting your bets in. Hopefully. So the other thing was, you last- know, I'll give Circuit credit for that. They do give you a drink ticket for every hundred dollars you bet. I thought it'd be a lot more. Okay. I, thought, I thought they charge you a ton. Okay. So the other one was I was playing a little, a little bit of dice uh, last night, Ooh. and uh, you know it's like fifteen dollar table, and I you know I'm just playing the pass line only, Johnny pass line, very boring. I'm not loading up the numbers. It's a safe play, like a real baller. It's it's safe, but it's not. It's like wearing a belt and suspenders. It's exactly. yeah, it's a yeah. very timid play. But I, I just wanted to get my hands on the dice, right? I want to throw the dice. So COVID um, dice, COVID dice. Yeah. So the first the first guy throws. Uh, I, I jump in mid roll. Next roll, crap seven. Oh, there goes my first start. 15 on the very first roll. The next guy throws his point. Next roll, crap seven. Clear <laughs> the line. So he lasted exactly one more roll. Wow. All right. The it's third guy, the third guy, I think maybe rolled three times and then he went crap seven without hitting the point. And finally, the dice came to me. 
And I start rolling, and there was this blonde with eyelashes so big. I mean, you know how these women get when they go out on the town on Saturday night, Friday night in Vegas? Those eyelashes, the showgirls. When they bat their eyes, it's like a fan. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, look, I was just kind of looking over at her sideways out of the side of my eye thinking, God, how long did that take to apply? And all a that eyeshadow and all that eyeliner, okay? And she had these nails, these really long, red, sparkly nails that are like, okay, those are expensive. Probably took a long time. And she rolled a couple times, crapped out. I get the dice. I start rolling. Boom. Hitting numbers. Hit three points. I was hitting field bets as well. She was playing the field bets, which are supposedly not a good bet. Terrible bets. I'm I'm hammering the field. I'm owning center field. I'm fucking Joe DiMaggio in center field. Bang, 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 bang. Money, money, money. Everything is great, right? Three points later, after hitting the point three times, pretty good roll, I throw the dice. One of the die comes to lean right against the mirror on the inside portion of the table. And it's a straight leaner where literally the edge of it is on the top. And I look at it, and I was like, that's going to be a no roll. has to be a no roll. Mm -hmm. You have no idea. Before I know it, the pit boss goes, seven, clear the line. What? It happened that quick. What was the die that was on the table? It was something that added to seven. Okay. I, again, well, all it was, the numbers I, will add to seven. <laughs> whatever was that? That's it why did, I asked. I, it, didn't, it didn't matter. But here's the thing. He, uh, he, he just called it right away. And so there was like no one really complaining. I pulled him aside. Wow, I, where's I, replay when you need it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I, 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 He'd change his whole mind on replay if he'd have got that bet back. I quickly snatched up the remaining 70 bucks of my $100 buy-in, which is really not enough for craps when you're playing at a $15 table. That's a timid buy-in. So I pull up, pull up my chips because I'm going to go home for the night. And I said, just, I pulled him aside. I go, hey, I said, I'm not mad, but I've never seen that before. What's the deal? And he's like, I got to make a call on that. You know, uh, dice can land on one of the checks. They call the chips checks yep. in, bla- in, in, in dice. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and whether it's leaning, he said, I got to make the call. He says, I got to call the highest side of the dice. Oh, okay. And I'm like, but that's maybe that. And, he's, and I said, is that everywhere? And he goes, that's everywhere. I mean, I don't play and, crap, so I mean, but it makes sense. It does and it doesn't. Because the high side, as it was leaning against the uh, glass, might have been the number that produced a crap seven. But if its momentum was going that way, it would have never landed on that high side. It would have landed on something else. I think it's bullshit. Well, except I t- if it's Ocean's 13 and George Clooney flips his lighter yeah, and he flips the die over. Exactly. And, uh, oh, yeah. There are people, by the way, that practice throwing dice and they swear. Of course they do. That They swear there's a system. We practice putting. Frenzel swears an equally useless endeavor, thinking you can get better at putting. Your buddy Frenzel thirty eight thirty, he swears that he can throw dice. No, he swears that he can putt. Well, that's not true. No, No, we know that he swears that he can shuffle cards and set the deck. Really swears by it. He says, "You give me a deck of cards." I can shuffle them and make sure that okay. I have the best hand. I've, we, I've never That's seen them. Bullshit. I think tomorrow. That's straight bullshit. As we wrap this one up, I think tomorrow Frenzel should make an appearance here. Oh, Frenzel. In the room. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And then And then Wednesday. Who as long should... as you, but you only, he's only going to show up if you put a priest collar on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> as Daryl Frenzel would find out. <laughs> 
something was waiting in that hotel room, and it wasn't a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> All right, boys, let's go drink and have fun. We're on vacation. Hell yeah. Hey, you know, seriously, it wraps up. You want to get serious? We are really glad you're here. Bro, I'm, I'm super glad, glad you're I'm here. I'm super glad to be here. Thank you very much. Super Mikey, glad you're here, buddy. Well done. This is one of the few trips in I've... which I'm just an Indian, not a chief. Which where is I'm not hard leading, which, which is, is why your shirt's on backwards. Have I not been a good Indian? No, been a great been Indian. I've gone everywhere that the group has gone. You have. I told me how to drive into the drive-through at Wendy's. It was great. Oh, I just made sure you didn't miss it because I was fucking hungry. <laughs> and you had we missed, all were. and you had missed a few turns starting with the well, airport pickup. <laughs> no, I got cut off and almost killed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's only because you made me get the. All right, what are we betting a thousand dollars on tonight? The Saints. For the legal limit, two fists deep. Bet it like you know it. Over like the Tommy game is Brady. over. Brady they, is overrated. He's forty-two. He sucks. They beat the the they beat Brady in the first game. Is it hard to beat him twice? Maybe? No, it's hard to beat someone three times. Uh, oh, it's also hard to putt or throw dice. Yes, with any kind of accuracy <laughs> whatsoever. All right, well, let's go try. Let's go try. Yeah, let's go All right, sounds like a plan. All right, let me end on two quick things. Number one, Joe Biden was declared the winner of the presidential election on Saturday night during the Clemson-Notre Dame game, which was so convenient for many people who said, I don't give a fuck about his speeches. I want to watch the game. That said, it's almost four full days after the polls had closed. And while you can be happy with the apparent result, if you think that that's acceptable, if you think that this is the way to run an election, that it's like, well, it took a couple of days, but might as well get it right. You're a fucking idiot. And now I won't try to convince you. I won't try to reason you out of something you didn't reason yourself into. But this is no way to run an election. No way will the 70 million U.S. citizens who voted for Trump feel like this was legit that this was fair, that you have a pause on election night of counting, and then it takes three days to drag certain states that had been in his column across to Joe Biden. In fact, imagine if the roles were reversed. Imagine the protests. I mean, the peaceful rioting that would burn cities to the ground if it was the other way around. If Trump was losing on election night, and then all of a sudden, polls stopped in four key Republican-held states, and the next thing you know, it's a three-day drag it across the line to go, boop, he won, actually. Look at all these votes we found. So if you think that, God bless you, but you're an idiot. This is no way to run an election. This is the least credible election in my lifetime. Trump outperformed almost everywhere. Hell, he flipped Miami-Dade County. He got the highest non-white vote total for a Republican since 1960. And yet, and yet you would have to believe that instead a guy who was on the verge of full-blown dementia got more votes than either one of Barack Obama's elections while hiding in his basement for weeks and months at a time. All righty then. There was no blue wave. 
There was not even a blue ripple. They didn't, they didn't flip a single house seat in Texas despite great effort and a whole lot of money to do so. But the blue wall and Democrat-run swing states, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, it all held. With votes that came from somewhere, who knows exactly, in the middle of the night and for days and days afterwards. And it was for the first time ever that these states just stopped counting in the middle of the night. Unheard of. Unprecedented. Yeah, we're going to stop. It's 10 o'clock at night. Well, we're tired. Did you like the Allegheny County vote counters who said on Thursday, yeah, we need to take an administrative day. We're not going to count any more votes today. How long does it take for fucking Nevada, where I'm at right now, pardon my French, to count their state? I mean, you had Texas, Ohio, Florida, all turn in their election results on time and buttoned up with nary a peep from anybody about, hey, well, what's going on here? I think all those states states did have some degree of mail-in balloting, like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, but I may be wrong about that. Maybe that simplified things for them. Maybe they got to vote uh, to count them early. I think a number of the states did not they were prohibited from counting the mail-in ballots early. And I believe that it might have, might have even been a Republican legislature who said, we don't want the votes counted early on mail-in votes. And if that was their decision, that's a huge fuck-up right there. That would be on them. But we're talking about numbers that defy belief. Wisconsin reportedly had nearly 90% turnout. 90% turnout of registered voters. That's a 20-point bump from the previous high, give or take, about 20 points. And according to the stat nerds, five five standard deviations away from what is basically to be expected. It's basically impossible. But how can you prove it? So whether or not the Dem machines in Milwaukee, Detroit, and Philly committed fraud, or if they just worked the system of mail-in balloting to perfection, where you literally can't prove that they cheated, but they had these votes in their back pocket and brought them out just when they were crucial, I guess we may never know. We probably will never know. But there's no way that Pennsylvania should have gone blue. Are you kidding me? Trump, who carried Pennsylvania the last time, Trump, who is very much pro-energy, anti-fracking, and the other guy had to spend the whole campaign going, no, no, I'm not going to shut down fracking. And nobody believed him. There's no way Pennsylvania should have gone blue. But whatever. There's no way Ohio should be the outlier between Michigan and Wisconsin. They are very similar in terms of their working class demographics. But hey, Trump knew this was coming. He tweeted about it back in June. And, of course, you're saying, watch this because he's a sore loser. He, was, he knew he was losing, so he wanted to put that on record, like they're going to steal this election. No, I think anyone with a brain knew. You start mailing out millions of ballots, printed, by the way, overseas. There's some irony for you right there. You mail out millions of ballots, and you could say, well, we've got these robust systems in order to check and double-check and requires a signature and blah, blah, blah. Please. This is why I, and I think I'm not alone, want to greatly simplify the voting process to the point where there's not mailing, you can't mail ballots everywhere. It's just 
fucking ridiculous. It's election day. Show up to the polls and vote. If you don't care to show up to the polls and vote, you're too lazy, can't get there, you shouldn't vote. You shouldn't have a vote. Uh, It's disenfranchising people. Yeah, I guess it is to a certain extent. Don't you want minimal effort to be given to go vote? Nobody's asking to bring back the literacy test or the poll tax. But how about just, yeah, you've got to go to a polling place on the day of the election. I'm not sure there's any going back now. One-time pandemic, now it's a full-time deal. Vote by mail. Vote by computer. Vote by internet. Vote by app. Oh, it's coming. Oh, yes. But also look at the forces who are happy to have Trump gone. Mitt Romney, the Bush family. Fox News apparently had had enough of him. All of the never-Trumper Republicans who went off to form their own sort of projects these last four years because they just couldn't stand Trump. He disrupted their business, too, and so they're not sad to see him go. They're going to get back to doing the normal kind of Washington, D.C. business that they've been doing for a long time, and it's good money. I know so many people in the game. So we'll see about what the lawsuits shake free. In the meantime, as H.L. Mencken once said, we'll get the government we deserve, good and hard. Finally, you may have heard of some pretty interesting and a pretty big note in the trades in our industry, sports radio, in which Entercom, the USA's number one sports talk radio-owning conglomeration, is that the right word? Uh, basically, they're the number one radio operator in the country. I think it's them and, and, and iHeart, one, two, two, one. There's uh, uh, Cumulus is another big radio operator that owns a ton, a ton of stations. Entercom is the number one sports radio station syndicate. syndicate. They're the number one company that does sports radio. Let me put it that way. So they did a big station swap with Urban One Radio, our current company for at least a few more weeks, at Team 980 in D.C., and they flipped stations. They said, okay, here, we got a sport. Urban One's like, we got a sports station here. You can have that. You guys have an urban format. We do that. We, you know, it was like a big card swap nationwide. And so our station got not sold technically to Entercom, but basically traded to Entercom. And the word was, when we did our meeting on Thursday, which was in the middle of the show, one of those surprise, there's a mandatory video conference call for everybody, and it's like, put on a taped interview. We put on the Ron Rivera press conference, which nearly put everyone to sleep, for about 20 minutes, and we listened to the the bosses at Urban One say, well, here's the deal. Um, You guys have been acquired by Entercom. And what they told us on, on the conference call was, that Entercom was enthusiastic about the acquisition and that they intended to operate the station, meaning 980, which would mean if they operated it with, and kept everyone the same, you'd have, you would, they would own both WJFK, which has a complete lineup except for one exception. I'll get to that in a second, as well as the AM station, Team 980. I would... Bet a lot of money that's not exactly going to be the case. So you might say, well, wait, Zave, this could be great because didn't WJFK recently fire their afternoon host, Chad Dukes? I'm like, yes, they did. 
So they kind of need an afternoon show, and now they have bought you. <laughs> to take you and Scott and Sully and slide right over. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. That would be, um, <clears throat> I think that'd be a, a great plan. But I have no idea what is actually in their plans. I have no idea what their grand vision is. And I've heard nothing as of yet. Now, they say they're going to be reaching out to all of us that are on-air talent and people with the company in, in the next several days to weeks. They're going to move quick on this. This is supposed to, they say, close by the end of November. And we'll just see. We'll just see. I, I don't know. I think there's huge potential. I'm excited about that potential if it presents itself the way that I think it could. And I hope it should, but... It's radio, man. Nothing phases me anymore. This doesn't phase me. And if they say, well, we were thinking about this, this, and this instead of that, which would have made a ton of sense, I might say, all right, that's cool. That's, I'm not sure that's what I want to do, but that sounds like a plan for you guys, so good. And then I'll have to figure it out from there. Could be huge. Could be something else. We'll see. But um, that's it. Interesting times in radio, and we'll see how it shakes out. All right, that'll do it for me here from the D in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, this is merely a supplement, an extra little bonus piece of content to what is my normal sports talk radio load, which I am off of today and tomorrow because I'm enjoying a little bit of vacation and some very cold and windy golf in the city of Las Vegas, Nevada. But that's okay. Thanks for listening. Have a great Monday, everybody, and we will see you next time. Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down or maybe a lot of money down on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it.